Does your business need easy, competitive financing for heavy machinery, trucks, or other equipment? Currency is here to help. Currency specializes in finding the best financing options for equipment, trucks, and other big-ticket items. Just fill out an application, and Currency Finance does the rest. Currency is equipment financing made simple. Visit cocurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA Currency pursuant to CFL License 60, DBO-54873. Welcome to NBNR, the authority on unfiltered opinions and authentic player insight for Nebraska athletics. Connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and at nbnrpodcast.com. We have a saying, no block, no rock. You know, we just really love Hunter. He's a junkyard dog. Hey, Kenny Bell ran up to me. He's like, you know what you just, what you just did? <laughs> you get mad. You went to go get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. Dang <laughs> it, Muhammad. G-B-R. Cut it. Yeah, that's good. No. Good job. Yeah, Thank nice. you. Okay. That's clean. Go big red indeed. No block. No rock. Season three, episode 17. In the Nebraska Brewing Company tap room in La Vista, Nebraska. As always. Woo. As always. 108th yeah. and Harrison. 68128 is the zip code. Look them up. Come to the tap room. I am now drinking. Oh. I switched it up. I was drinking the Mango Unchained. Yeah. And now I'm drinking the Hefeweizen. Eos. Eos. Yeah. So good. National award winner. International award winner. It tastes actually. like an award winner. You know what? I've been tasting victory lately. Oh, have you? And this is very familiar. <laughs> so I appreciate you, Nebraska Brewing Company. What are you guys drinking? I've got the, uh, you just said it, the Mango Unchained IPA. And as many people know, Mike and myself are not IPA drinkers. So, yeah, yeah. you know, like for, for us to sit here and drink it, it must mean it's all right. Yeah, not too shabby. Mike, Go! Hey, I'm drinking the OG Taco Vesa. Taco Vesa. Taco Vesa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not e, too bad. E. It's, it's, uh, it's perfect. Had a long weekend of drinking and celebrating and mm. having all that fun. Hopefully, everybody listening had a happy turkey day and a happier Black Friday. Oh, I would imagine if you're listening to this, you had a great Black Friday. <laughs> yes. <sighs> Before we get in all that, we got one more guy. What you drinking over there? So, I, I am drinking the Pilsner right now. But right before we started recording, I blew a keg. So you guys will <laughs> see me drink something other than Pilsner tonight. Let's go. Which is not normal. That's but so it will happen tonight. Awesome. Yeah, you will see me drink something else. Now just hold up. We're burying the lead here. What what is this getup that you're wearing? What is this uh, this this fancy getup? Yeah, so I, I do have my my cape, my cloak, whatever you'd like to call it on right now. Um I do not have my crown on, mostly because the headset does not accommodate with the uh, with the crown, but I am the inaugural Ooh. NBNR Best Score Guesser Guy Award winner. Show it off! Oh yeah, it's going on my mantle. Uh, I'm I'm gonna polish it every day. And I, I told these guys I might bring this trophy back every single week <laughs> until someone takes it from me. Well, you got a long well, off season. It's the off season, yeah. so yeah, I got a long time He's, to rub this in. He is fully aware of that. So oh, yeah. last week when we had Travis Justice on here, uh, Facebook Live, you guys saw it all. Connor said, "You know the score? I think it's going to be twenty four seventeen, Nebraska." And everybody laughed it off, and everybody's like, "Oh, they don't they don't score the that much against against Iowa." The haters and me. losers, of which there are many. <laughs> yep. They, they did not want to see me succeed. And no. yet, 
And yet here I am wearing my cape. Overcoming adversity. Holding my trophy. With all your score guessing. And I will, yeah. You are so brave. So many wrong scores. But, you know, Thomas Edison said, I didn't find one way to invent a light bulb. I found a thousand ways to fail. I just found a thousand ways to be wrong, and finally I was right. And you weren't really even right. It was just a total guess. Yeah, but I was still right. Yeah, but then you, but, but, I then, was you, still but right. then you backtracked because you bullied me. You, yeah. like, I was like forced to change, and I was like, oh, I guess if, if I have to, I'm I'm gonna you know be very humble about receiving this, but I do want everyone to know that I am smarter and better than you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hate you. Okay, now, just, just to get past this Nebraska Brewing Company bit, Connor, fin- help me finish this. World class. In every glass. You know it. Bravo. All right, so game on Friday, right? What, what is this feeling? What is this feeling that I'm feeling right now? Gentlemen, gentlemen, please. Laughter. Gentlemen. Arousal. Your your boners are showing. Yeah, arousal. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. I, well, I can only get so erect. Yeah. Okay. So Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> no, press it again. Yeah. <laughs> let, let, let that one roll. Let that one roll. I O L O L. Iola, take the L. Drop the dub. You don't deserve it. Not this year. Breaking a seven-game losing streak to these mother... Yeah. 24-17, to 17, Nebraska wins. I, uh, I felt bad. I was actually... I was at a party watching the game, and, you know, there were only two guys that really cared about the actual game on the TV. And the other, aside from me, uh, was an Iowa fan. And all game, all game, he mm. was just kept going on. It's going to be eight years. It's going to be eight years. And I, you know, I was respectful, and I shut my mouth, and it was as the clock was ticking down, I, I leaned over... And mm. the, I made one comment the entire game, which is not normal for me. Normally, I talk a lot of trash, but I, I held back. No. Um, normally. <laughs> normally. Yeah. Normally, I, I prefer back to him. <laughs> oh, God damn it. He's um, But so I, I made one comment, and all I, as the clock was ticking down, I just looked over at him, and I said, hey, does it hurt a little? Does it hurt a little? Does it hurt a little? And I was met with cold stares mm. from across the How road. dare you? Yeah. I was like, this guy got to do it for three quarters while we were leading, I might add. 24 to zero? Yeah. <laughs> while we were leading, I might add. But to be fair, the, the trash talk from him really accelerated as Nebraska attempted to give away that yeah. lead. Let me just say, I am so glad that uh, football games are 60 minutes and not 62 minutes. Right. No because, yo... Let's be real. They would have pulled a full Nebraska. It was coming. That yeah. feeling was coming back. Oh, I was, I was sweating. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was 24 to zip, and it's like, you know, we, we you know, tweet, more, more, please, because they'll probably need it. Yeah. <laughs> like, please yeah, keep going. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, yeah, just keep, keep bringing it, keep bringing it. We got to 24, and then nothing happened. Yeah. And dude, we what? were just like, oh, this isn't enough. Went into a, sh- went to a shell, got, got, uh, I don't want to say content, but, you know, I think they were content with trying to run the clock out as much as possible, but this is not an offense that can usually do that. Why? Because we have such a good offensive line? Uh, you know, is, okay, they couldn't run. To save their lives. They could not run the ball to save their lives. No. So once they tried to do that, to run clock out, it was, oh, negative three. No gain. 
Guy can't go north and south. He's going east and west. Uh, get up field, please. Is there another FBS school that can be up 24 nothing and still be nervous? I, is that just us? I, it feels I like know. it's just us. Well, like, I mean, even at 24 nothing, I was like, yeah. oh, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, we might be the only FBS team that's like consistently worried when you have a lead like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Four years of that. Well, and it's not often that you get a 24 to zip lead. It's been a long time since Nebraska has been in that position. I don't right. remember the last time. I, <laughs> you know, no. I, I recall Maryland, you know, and Scott <laughs> first year. I think it was, I don't know if it was first or second year. I don't really give a fuck. Um, but yeah, I mean, 24 to zip. It's like, whoa, what, what is this? I, I don't know whether to be excited because they're up 24 to zip or to be miserable in about an hour because right. it's going to be 27, 24 Iowa, you know, something like that. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was very uh, worrisome near the end there. Not going to lie. My favorite coach on our staff was Brian Ferentz. Yeah. <laughs> Bring him back. Bring don't, Brian back. Don't go to the 10 NFL. year extension. 10 year. Don't you know go what? to the NFL. We have what? 7 million for assistance. That's our pool right now. I'm willing to put a million dollars on Brian Farron staying at Iowa. <laughs> yeah, right. Just give some of our yes. money to them. I yeah. will give I'm, Iowa a million. Keep yeah. him. Just keep him on that yeah. staff. I don't know why everybody talks shit on Brian Ferentz. I love his offense. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> but look, okay. Let's just say this, right? So, I am an agnostic, okay? I'm not totally atheist, right? But the football gods, they finally looked down on Iowa and said, not today. Because... The Iowa Hot Cries have been the luckiest fucking program for, I mean, I don't want to say, you know, Kirk's not his whole tenure, but lately, right? They've been so effing lucky. And Iowa decided to switch uniforms with Nebraska. Yeah. Because it was complete 180. Like, like you have perpendicular lines where it's opposite slope, right? Like, it, it was like that. They were not parallel. Iowa was Nebraska that night. I, I don't know that I would say Iowa's totally lucky. I mean, you look over the last few years, and Iowa has consistently had very, very good defenses. Yeah. What confused me was, I mean, even this year, you look at that Iowa defense, they, I believe, were top five throughout the season. And when I say throughout the season, I'm, I want to be very clear that Iowa's season is over, aside from their bowl game, but fuck them. Um, bowl games don't count. No. Uh, but what confused me the most was... Nebraska scoring in that first half seemingly at will on that defense because, like, we're not that high caliber, that high-powered offense against this top-tier defense. We just took them to the woodshed. Yeah. Yeah. It was so weird. And speaking of taking them to the woodshed, okay, first drive, like two minutes in, Marcus Washington lives by the NBNR mantra, no block, no rock. Yeah. The, okay. give, give him to him. Give him some Troy action. Uh, we have a saying, no block, no rock. He takes, might be their best defender. I know Jack Campbell's good. Cooper DeGene takes a block from Marcus Washington, and he gets knocked out for the rest of the game. Trey Palmer is able to take advantage, and he plays with their secondary like, <laughs> like their children, Yeah, basically. He was daddy that night to their secondary. <laughs> oh, you did it over... Fourth and fifth strings. Congratulations, Trey. Mm, mm, I'm licking your tears. Yeah. <laughs> mm, your tears are tasty. Hot cries. Mm. So I don't even know that that Washington. 
block. I don't. I don't know that I would call it a block. I would call it a homicide. <laughs> but, but you know what? You know it what was so like great about it? A man on it, that field. it wasn't a cheap shot. No, it was no. straight head on. Old Koopy saw it coming, and regardless, go to the medical tent, boy. Yeah. It, bye it, bye bye bye. We we like players that don't go to medical tents. Excuse me. I I thought I saw <laughs> saw a man's soul leave his body when that block came through. I mean, okay, so just on Marcus Washington, does he have a drop this year? Dude, maybe earlier in the year, but the most Not reliable come on. receiver on the team, and I hope he comes back next year. We were talking about it a couple of nights ago, Mike, at your Friendsgiving. Trey Palmer, who, who has the most receiving yards in a single season for a Husker receiver. Awesome. However, you know, his season was like this. You! Oh! All season, right? Yeah. And so he has those, you know, either it's feast or famine, basically. Right. Well, the contested stuff was was questionable. <clears throat> the contested throws to Trey Palmer were usually drops or, you know, like whatever. But when he's streaking downfield, he's got nobody <laughs> within 10 yards, like it's money. It's nice. I, yeah. will, I will say, so you, you point out like the roller coaster of Trey Palmer this season. People pay a lot of money to go on roller coasters. We got That's to true. do it for free. I don't I don't know, guess what? An NFL team is going to pay a lot of money to go on the Trey Palmer roller coaster. And, Absolutely. Hey, good for him. Yeah. Right. Well, in this, I'm just, I just want to re- reiterate your point, though, that Marcus Washington, although he didn't have the flash and dash, he didn't have the 250-yard game with three touchdowns. Marcus Washington, I want to give you a shout-out, my man. Is he? Is he? You are reli- all reliable. Is that, our, is that our junkyard dog of the week? Hell yeah. And he scored a touchdown. Yeah, I right. think we... So he yeah. knocked their probably best defender out, at least in the secondary, and he scored a touchdown to make it 24-zip. Yep. He is the No Block No Rock Junkyard Dog of the Week. And probably, I mean, the honestly, it, it's the last, last right. game. So the last one. He holds that title till next year. Yeah. So, like... We'll mail your trophy. Just send us your address. Yeah, that's a bad idea. <laughs> don't, don't send us your address. <laughs> now, I will say, like... We had mentioned that Nebraska couldn't run the ball to save their lives, right? But last week, what was the main stat that I was pounding into your guys' throats? What was the main stat? Time of possession. Time of possession. So what was it? Sorry, they weren't paying attention. I was, Jared. <laughs> Thank you. Did I get an A in they, your class? They were, falling, they were falling asleep while I was rattling off. Yeah. <laughs> the like, numbers. Like your day job. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. I actually have Jared's mic muted in my headset. I just don't hear anything he says. <laughs> and yet... And yet, Nebraska 32, Iowa 28. What did that result in? A win. Another dub. (laughs) Every time they have more minutes or more time in their favor in time of possession in Big Ten play, they win. You think, do you think that is a coinkadink? Yes. You do? No. Get off the pod. You're kicked (laughs) off. You must agree with me. Keep it simple. I mean, right? And it's crazy that we own time time of possession because all of our plays were just bombs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there was so little running. So holding time of possession with that style of offense is very weird to me. I'm not mad at it. Yeah, and but it was weird. Near near the end of the game, you did start to see them milk the clock down to three. It kind of took them a while. I'm like, you guys, why are you still snapping with 13 seconds? I don't get it. I've never gotten it. But near the end of the game. 
you could see Casey kind of start to take command a little bit and say, guys, just relax. Right. Three seconds, we're going to snap this thing. Okay, two seconds. Let's snap this. So they did. That's why I'm not against him coming back because he is a seasoned quarterback. Well, and Frank the quarterbacks that we played in the Big Ten were all grown-ass men that had been in college for 100 fucking years. If Casey comes back, same thing. So yep. teams have to deal with that. This, yeah. this brings up two questions for me. One, do you think Casey had a season where, like, he really has an option to go anywhere? I don't think so. No, I think Casey no. Had, I, I Casey disagree. had a good season. I disagree. I think there's a lot of teams that would take a veteran quarterback, and he is a, a way better option than a lot of quarterbacks in college football. Secondary question. He could to move that. to Iowa. I would yeah, take, him, would take him in a minute, yeah. but he ain't going to Iowa. Fuck, no, that ain't no, Iowa doesn't like transfers. Kirk can't. Right. Or a good quarterback. Adapt. Play. Yeah. Um, but so the other thing with, uh, with the quarterback room, there has been a rumor. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. A certain quarterback out of South Carolina. We don't need to talk it's about that. It's not real. That's not happening. It's, it's not, not real. real, Kyle. It's let's not real, stick, Connor. Let's stay on the Iowa game. <laughs> okay. Fuck that. <laughs> I mean, fuck he, that he, and fuck Iowa. He did beat Tennessee and Clemson. Just <laughs> right. saying. Okay, so like, here's a question. He has a locker room cancer. I will say that. I guess. I don't know. He's a locker room cancer. I don't know the guy. And I never will, so I don't care. Um, I want to ask you guys this question. I'm going to throw it out there, okay? Would you rather have them won 24 to 0? Or do you like it that it got scary? No. And they still ended up pulling it out. Give no, I wish we would have blown them the fuck I out. I wish it was 42 Blew the to doors zero. off okay. of them. Okay. But I will say, winning by one or winning by 100, Dub. it still felt the same to me. I was standing on those, like the booth at Varsity Roman Coin. Drunk! Yeah. <laughs> A little. So I, A called, little. I called them during the, like before the game. I was like, hey, are you guys still going to have your Friday happy hour? And it starts from three to seven. And I was like, they're like, well, yeah, it's Friday. And I was like, during the Husker game? You're not going to have like yeah. game day or anything? He's like, well, if the Husker game is on be- anytime between three and seven, then we will have happy hour. And I said, I will be there, sir. <laughs> See you soon. And boy, did I enjoy myself for 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, when it was 24 to nothing, I was very happy. I was very, 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 very happy. However, the reason why I asked this question is because What's this team been known for? Melting down, right? Yeah. If we're being honest, that's just been the reputation of this team, and every team that Nebraska plays knows it, right? They just wait. They don't They don't need to get out of their element. Kirk was not panicking at all during no, that game. No, you no. don't have to force Nebraska to make mistakes. You just have to wait. They'll do it themselves. I, right? will, I will say, well, yeah, okay. I just want to finish this point, though. Yes. It just proves, guys, we can do it. Like, yeah, it got scary, but you know what? Fuck them. They ran out of time. Okay. We pulled it out. It can happen. Right? We've pissed down our legs so many times, right? Just over and over. But hey, not this time. On the road, you spoiled their chance to go to the Big Ten title game. Someone who's beat you seven years in a row. Seven yeah. years in a row. Right. I, I a team that clowns on you, yeah. and they blow kisses in your fucking face. Right. And at our fans, whatever. Yeah. You pulled it out. It got scary, but you did it. I think this was probably like the most meaningful win we could have got this season. You know who, like to me, that win, the guy I feel for the most is Caleb Tanner. Because before the game, he was just like, I just want to beat Iowa. Yeah. And he did. And he balled the fuck out. Yeah. Yo, did you see Caleb Tanner on Twitter? 
There was uh, a Nebraska fan. I don't know her name. I don't care to know it. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. She jumped down on oh, the boy. sidelines and was, like, sitting next to Caleb Tanner. I was like, oh, I just wanted to let the guys know, like, they did a great job and we're so happy for the win. And he oh, quote tweeted her. Oh, boy. And her picture or her video or whatever it was. Well, she she was like, hey, Caleb Tanner, like, why did you report me to security? Oh, yeah, and he yeah, kicked yeah, off yeah. the sideline. All he said was, I didn't see you down there when we were taking owls. Yeah, and I fucking love that. Oh yeah! I, if you're gonna ride with me, you ride with me through the losses and well, the wins. Okay, and Caleb, get a seventh year, please. <laughs> no, please. Okay, here's the reason I am the total opposite of you because she went respond, to the game. She responded to him with pictures of her at games that they fucking lost. We've all been and at games listen, where they've lost. So I've I'm watched just saying, Husker football in the I'm last just, decade. Listen, what was the thing with Bo Pelini? Us against the world. Fuck the fans. Yep. I'm just saying when Caleb says that, it's like, oh, here we go with talking shit on the fans because that's always a good idea. And I get it. It's a nice Twitter reply and it's it's quippy and it's cute and it's going to get you a lot of likes and it's snappy and it's meh. But like, can we stop like talking shit on the fans? Well, yeah. that's no, that's not talking shit on the fans. That's talking shit on Yourself. one fan. It's talking shit on the fans. On it, one fan. It is. That's why I didn't like and it. Yeah. Why was she not on that sideline, you know, consoling him? Because she doesn't we play football. That's why gonna, she's not wait, on the sideline. Why the, the fuck line. was she on the sideline this week? <laughs> why the fuck would she go down there if they're losing? They're going to be pissed. Maybe. No, I'm not going to go down there if you're and losing because you're losing. Everybody wants the clout when it's convenient. Yeah, I guess. Hey. Get down there and tell them, hey, good hey, job. You'll get on I would have loved to bend those fans that. I love how they paraded that fucking heroes trophy around. Oh, dude! Now let's talk about that really quick. Did they go get that trophy. Somebody and the spit Iowa, on a player. Yeah, the Iowa fans go in and take. They're trying to stop the players from taking the trophy. I heard that one player got spit on. Yeah, oh, yeah, baby. That just solidifies my point that Iowa has the worst fans in college football. I my experience there was terrible. I had a I had a fan spit in my face when I was last That's time I was true. in Iowa City. That's true. That, and I've told like that actually? story multiple times. Yes, actually. Like literal saliva. I had a grown ass man. Bro, you got to fight. Jump in my face. I was with an Iowa fan too. Jumped in my face, threw the bones in my face and spit in my face when he beat like a Three win Nebraska team in overtime or game winning kick or whatever it was. Honestly, that's a big win for Iowa. They don't get many of those. Oh yeah. <laughs> so to me, it just solidifies the point that Iowa has the worst fans in college football. You're stopping a team that finally beat your team after seven fucking tries. They they beat them, and you stop them from grabbing the trophy. They just can't let it go. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. But no, I love it. I love it. They paraded the trophy around to, to the fans that traveled. Yeah. Let them know. And that was great. They, they handed the trophy into the stands. I, no. can't, I can't think of a better way to close out and finally close this fucking book on Scott. That's just the perfect fairy tale ending. You break the streak. You parade the trophy around. It's over. I, I can't. It's it, like... And this can lead into our next discussion about our new head coach. After Wisconsin, I had said on this program, this very program, this program, and I was tired, right? I was tired. However, these past like four days, I'm so (laughs) refreshed. I know. I have so much fucking vigor. I don't know about you guys. Look, I probably have like 20 years left. You know, 
Let me drink the roulade. 20 Let years? Let me drink the roulade. Dude, yeah, 20 years. You're fucking 31. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's what's sad. Well, that's because he hey. knows in the next 20 years we're going to get a natty, and whenever that happens, he just dies. He goes out on top. I'm yeah. just saying, Matt Rule is introduced as Nebraska's next head coach, and I'm watching the press conference, and I got, what, I came three or four times. That's it. Just right. the, that's it. Yeah, that's not bad. What yeah. about when he talked about toughness? Oh, oh yeah, there it is. Dude, and culture. There's, there's number five. And, and hold on, building the trenches. <laughs> hey, we're, we're we're digging it. I hey, love that drop. Rule me. it. Just rule. Just, just the world. rule it. Rule the Big Ten. Rule this podcast for God's sakes. My Dude. lord. And I'll give him this cape hey, right now. Hey, this could lead to our next drop, right? Is anyone here concerned about how much money he's going to be making? Around me. I, Who's I've concerned had, about the money? I've had a lot of discussions about this where the valuation per year, frankly, does not bother me. Who cares? The, it's a going okay, rate. Listen, Connor. Yeah. And we didn't plan this out before, so I can't be too mad at you. The only correct answer is I don't give a fuck. I don't care. It doesn't yeah. bother me. I don't. Your money? No. No. Yours? No. no. I. Your money? Yours? No. No. Who gives a shit? Who I cares? actually. I had to go into it. <laughs> I. I don't understand. And if you're watching, if you're listening, I don't know. I would hope you know this by now. I had to educate someone on like, oh, the taxpayers are really picking this one. The oh. taxpayers don't touch this the, shit. The buyout. The taxpayers Who don't touch gives this shit. a fuck. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? The only time your money touches this shit is when you're buying tickets or buying Husker merch or any of that other shit. Mm-hmm. Your taxes are not going to this. Why the fuck do you care? That is the going rate <laughs> yeah. for a head coach. Yes. It's, and, that's what it is. TV money. D- Trev said going into this coaching search that we were going to assemble essentially, I, I'm paraphrasing, a motherfuck load of money to go get the guys we wanted. We're and, getting the guys we want. And you're throwing the, this perfect thing I told you guys about before the episode. Mm. Blue blood programs do not give a fuck how much money it costs to get another head coach in there. So yeah. We finally are showing our blue blood program status again. Yeah. Because yeah. we do not need to settle and bargain shop for coaches. That's why blue, blue, blue blood programs do not do that. Mm-hmm. they go and get, they make a change if it needs to happen and you spend the money that you need to do because that's what you are. The fans go show up every week. They deserve you to spend whatever it costs to get the right guy. And God damn it, Matt Rule sounds and feels like the right guy. Everyone keeps throwing around, you know, 9 million this, 9 million that. I have a number that these guys should be talking about. Mm-hmm. And that number is 444 million. That is the amount of money the Nebraska Athletic Department generates every goddamn year. What is nine to me? <laughs> right. What, are you what is nine? About? It's nothing. It's nothing. God, shut up about nine mil. Dude, you know, and, great. And, and Matt today in his presser, he even said, he's like, look, he's like, I tell everybody, you have to understand, these fans spend their hard-earned money just to come watch you play football. He's like, you have to put something on the field that they can be proud of. Yes. And if that is not the, yes. the, the, the preaching that we've uh, done on this podcast for since the beginning, I don't know what is. Yeah. And look, I feel like with the press conference today, I think a lot of fans that were on the fence about him, they're, they're, they're turning over. Hey, they, 
Tobias, well, you know, Tobias was anti, yeah. anti-rule. Yeah. He texted me, he said, God damn it, I'm drinking the rule aid. I was like, that's what I'm fucking talking about. A tale as old as time. <laughs> but look, I mean, I think a lot of fans are coming over to the side of rule, okay? To those fans complaining, okay? This is not a home run hire. Okay. So let's just run through this, like, list, right? Urban, not getting, okay? Kirby Smart, not getting. Jim Harbaugh, no. What about um, Nick Saban? Nick Saban, no. Even though he's you on know, the hot seat. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be Ryan Day. Yeah. Born on third base. Like, other than Matt Rule, the guy that I might have wanted more. You know, you could say Fickle. I didn't think he'd leave, but be climbing from K-State. That was my, that'd be my A. Okay. And like, Fickle... He's getting what seven point nine, I think. I think they said awesome. like, is it is it seven point nine? Yeah, oh, yeah. So it's like, which is obviously less than nine ish. It's like, did Nebraska prioritize fickle, or did they prioritize rule? They prioritize rule, right? He, Trev so, told you today that he was candidate one A. Yeah, and to me, <laughs> I feel like Trev started that hunt when he was still coaching with the Panthers. That that's sure. just that's what I felt. Mm-hmm. The, and it's funny when Rule got asked, "Hey, what was the timeline look like?" And he was like, <laughs> "I'm not answering that. Yeah. I don't want to get anybody in trouble." That's a trap. Yeah. No, I, I feel like this hunt started at the beginning with Matt Rule. I think we maybe explored the option of Luke Fickle to kind of see where where he was at if he was thinking about it. But at the end of the day, Trev got his guy. He. He even said no. Matt Rule said no, or his agent said no, mm-hmm. to initially start with Nebraska. And Trev, they said he's relentless. Relentless. Kept pushing. And he got his man. He got 1A. I, I had this conversation a lot today, too, about, you know, we got Matt Rule paid $9 million. Wisconsin gets Fickle cheaper. Fickle might have been a better coach. I disagree. I, Luke Fickle is a great coach. Do not get me wrong. I am not disparaging right. that man at right. all. He does not fit what Nebraska needs right now. Matt Rule is the blueprint for yep. what we need. He is a master at rebuilding. Tell him. We're, we're already seeing some of these hires he's bringing in. Again, we talked about the OC a little bit, and there's a little bit of you know questions. I don't think it's going to be a bad fit. There's definitely going to be some adjustment. Mm-hmm. But this guy is a master at rebuilding programs, and it is exactly what Nebraska needs right now. And I had another discussion about, you know, we signed a guy to eight years. He's going to, you know, take his money and run away after ruining the program. And my only response is, what the fuck do you mean ruin the program? We're already ruined. Yeah. You, you can't, can't kill ruin. what's dead. Yeah. Exactly. Well, in the eight <laughs> years to me, it's telling you that if, if Rule is here for that long, we must have won a lot of fucking games. Yeah, exactly. To me, because like, right. Matt Rule's not staying at Nebraska for eight years if we're not winning football games. No. Right. It, he knows that. We know that. Mm-hmm. Because that's what Blue Blood programs do. Mm-hmm. If you're not winning... Time to try again. Rip it off. Do it again. Michigan did it. The other, Alabama did it. Mm-hmm, Everybody yeah. does it. If you are not winning football games, rip it off. Yeah. Start again. So, regarding Mickey Joseph, okay, I, I don't want to ask you guys if you want him to stay on staff because I think we're all universal yeah. in saying. Correct. That would be awesome, right? Yeah. However, I like to say however a lot. He does. Why do I feel like a lot of people out there are putting Mickey above the program? Yeah. That is the vibe I get, and it's very familiar to me. From the second he got named as interim, you could see 
there was this shift where it didn't really matter. People keep saying, well, we need to give him more time. He had nine games. That's plenty of time. But you could just see that there was this blind allegiance to Mickey. And Mickey did a good job with what he had. He did. And he got us, sure. again, I would say, the most meaningful win of this season against Iowa. Hey, I tip my cap to Mickey for beating the Hawkeyes. <laughs> yes. I will take that win all day. Mickey mm-hmm. did a great job with what he had. But. But. We are not. Mike, I think you've mentioned this the last several weeks. Mickey has no real head coaching experience, especially like in a Big Ten environment. Yes, or any Power Five environment. Coaching oh. against some of the best coaches in the country. Exactly. There are several yeah. in the Big Ten. And yes. just to piggyback on that really quick, the Big Ten right now with Fickle and Rule coming to the Big Ten, we have the best coaches in college football in this conference. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, you can keep so going. is yeah. this the stage where you want to gamble as, like, with Mickey Joseph? Well, listen. It's not a knock against Mickey Joseph. It's just, dude, this is like... Playing a high school basketball game uh, against Olympians, right? Like th- right. it's incredibly hard to do this. It's risky. It's like yeah. if I'm on the if I'm the this, five star athlete, and you're going to try to put me in the NFL. Yeah, I might work because I'm I'm gifted. This is the pinnacle, but we can't afford that. You were talking about the Big Ten, right? And how there's so many good coaches, right? Not even Wisconsin stuck with Jim Leonard, right? Which is yeah. Jim Leonard. A guy who is probably more beloved in Madison than Mickey is in Lincoln. Oh, my Madi- Lord. Did and not Madison- only that, I'm sorry, I know, I'm going off. Not only that, but Wisconsin arguably played better under Leonard than Nebraska did under Mickey Joseph. Yeah, no, not arguably. Wisconsin- it did. The, the record shows. Yes. It, it yeah. did happen. And so Wisconsin is looking at this and saying, Jim Leonard ain't going to cut it. So even Wisconsin, with beloved Jim Leonard, fucked him. And did you see the absolute mute? Yeah, Madison. Madison is in flames right now, dude. The, yeah, the team is tweeting and saying, "What the fuck happened here? Why right. is Jim Leonard not our coach?" I, my heart does go out to Jim Leonard. Um, I, I do hate Wisconsin. Don't get me wrong. Come to come be Nebraska's defensive yeah, coordinator. Yeah. Do you want to come to Lincoln and, and get back at them every single year? So here's another question. Like while we're on the the topic of defensive coordinator, if you had to pick, rapid fire, Schumann or Leonard. Schumann. Jared? He just won a natty. I mean, like, that's just, that's simple to and me. He's about to win one. And he might want to do that at Georgia, one. right? Yeah. He's yeah. The assistant. I mean, look. So they have co-defensive coordinators at Georgia. <laughs> so there's two. I don't, I don't want to say. Yeah, that'd Neither be cool. one that'd of them. That'd be cool. I, a lot of people would want that because, oh, Georgia must be big time. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't done any research on these dudes. I'll be honest. Speaking, Schumann. Phil Snow's old. Matt Rule said that he wants a young Enthusiastic. Enthusiastic staff. Is a near 70-year-old Phil Snow that? No. Um, the last note on Mickey is just like, if the four of us sitting at this table can look at these games that he has been the head coach of, and we're like, you know, we feel like maybe this was a mistake. Maybe this is like one of his learning moments. Trevor yeah. had to have been looking at it and going, I don't think that I can ride. Like the, he, I don't think that I can trust him to like build a program to go up against the names like Luke Fickle and Ryan Day and Jim Harbaugh and all these other guys, right? Like yeah. it just wasn't. So, I don't think it was ever in the cards. It's convenient timing because of the game that's on behind Kyle's head. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. Jeff Saturday is currently the interim head coach for the Indianapolis Colts. Stupid. Yes. Jeff Saturday. <laughs> uh, well, he almost Hold beat the Eagles my- last week. He lost by one point. But Linning. Um, but my, my thing is when Saturday was brought on for the Colts, 
it was never, you know, this is the future of our program. Mm. This is a guy that we think, you know, will at least float. Yeah. If, men, if he doesn't write the ship, he'll at least yeah. float. Um, and I think that's what Mickey was meant to do. He was brought in, and he is a very capable coach. He's very good at what he does. Unfortunately, head coaching is just not what he does. That's just not. Yet. That, yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. And so, I again, a great learning experience for Mickey, but I don't think, like you said, I don't think it was really ever in the cards that Mickey was going to be our next head coach. I, I think when you had a nine-game audition, if, if he would have found a way to get to the Scott Frost metric or Scott B metric, six wins. the six-win threshold, which was a very tall task. But if he, he found needed, a way He to, needed four to do that, right? Mickey did? Mickey had to get four. Yeah. yeah. So if, if he would have done that... No, he wouldn't. He would have needed five. He needed five. Because okay, Scott yeah, yeah. Bleep was one and two. He needed to go five and four. If he would have done that, I, I do believe that he could have earned the trust of Trev to become the head coach. With that being said, mm. this program could use a Mickey Joseph to retain this, the, the current players and some of the culture that he built. Because he built a very good culture on this team. They're, the pro on that is obviously you can keep some of the players. The He's recruits. an elite recruit recruiter. Couple cons: one, you're going to probably have to pay him seven figures as a wide receivers coach. That's I, that's yeah. very high. Mm-hmm. Did I not text the other day about like here's like what I've heard he might get offered? I, frankly, like seven fig, like low seven figures. It's a lot. It's for, probably worth it though in this era of college football. A guy like Mickey Joseph comes at a premium. Pay the man. You guys, what did we just fucking say about money? Who oh. gives a fuck? It's not ours. It ain't our money. <laughs> dollar, spend, dollar. Spend that shit. If you feel like Mickey Joseph is the best that you can do at the wide receiver coach position. Or an assistant head coach. Yeah, or just a, a dude who's going to recruit his ass off and, you know, keep keep guys around, I guess. I guess if that's if that's your priority. That's not necessarily my priority, if I'm being honest, because There's, we went four and eight. Let's just be fucking honest. Can we? Can we just be honest for a yeah, second? No, I get it. You know, and it's like, if you feel like he's worth it, then pay that, okay? Um, so concerning Matt Rule and the whole NFL thing, right? The NFL is not suited to Matt Rule's strength, okay? What is Matt Rule known for? Development. development. Devel- DDD, development, development, development. Rebuilding. He is like me. In like freshman year of high school playing NCAA football 06, I just rebuild squads, bro. I'm in dynasty mode. Taking the Akron zips to like six straight natties. You're right, man. I I go to Harvard. I run the triple option. I win 11 games a year. I go to Navy. I do the same thing. I go to Texas State. I go to Abilene Christian. It's what I do, baby. I'm a coach hall is a master rebuilder. Then I move on. And guess what? A year later, after I move on from the other place, oh wow, look at that! That team's still really good. Hmm, I built them up. I have a question: Did you ever? <laughs> did you ever rebuild the University of Central Florida? We went from zero and thirteen to thirteen and zero. Oh, then I'm not hiring. And we beat Auburn in the Peach Bowl. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not hiring your ass. <laughs> and look, here's the thing, right? NFL players, they don't need development, right? They don't need rebuilding. They don't need a rah rah guy. Like I mean, I think Matt Rule is that. NFL guys are already good. Okay, they don't. Carolina Panthers are poverty. NFL is known for quarterbacks. He had Teddy Bridgewater. He had Sam Darnold. Right. He had 
a dude from the XFL. Like PJ, give Walker. me, give me a break right. with this whole thing. <laughs> and the the Panthers. Any Panthers fans out there? Your franchise is poverty. <laughs> <laughs> he looks into the camera just Listen, to tell him. He looks this is, straight. Into this the is camera. coming from a guy. One of my favorite players of all time is Steve Smith. Okay, wide receiver. Panthers fucking suck. They probably always will. Your best quarterback ever is Jake DeLome. Cam Newton had a cool year once. Like, you're, you guys suck. And well, I'm sorry, Matt Rule was done zero favors. Christian McCaffrey was fucking injured all the time. You had no quarterback. Sorry, go on. My, he he my, talked about it. Annoyed. My biggest gripe with that whole argument about how Matt Rule sucked in Carolina. Mm-hmm. If you are ultimately just against a guy who sucked in the NFL. Why the fuck were you asking for Urban Meyer? <laughs> right. That's true. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> you you have to play these hands evenly. Assuming that those people do exist, and I, I think oh, no, there I, are some. I had are several some. of those conversations. <laughs> I love it. About how, you know, I want Urban. Matt Rule sucked in Carolina. It's like, <laughs> Urban sucked in Jacksonville. Gosh. Like, at least, at least Matt Rule lasted at two years in Carolina. <laughs> yeah, what did Urban last, like five games? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I mean, yeah, I think if Urban would have came to Nebraska, I think we'd all be very happy about that. I'm not but mad about it, but like, well, of course, because we're not the dudes who say NFL success hinges or like your your lack of NFL success should hold you back from getting a college job because those are two completely different things. Nick Saban. There's a list. I mean, there's Nick a list. Saban. End yeah. of story. Like, Done. you just need to na- just say his name, and I get that. Like, Saban is the best of the best, and like, there's only one of him, but it's like. If it's good enough for Nick Saban, it's good for anybody. And okay? it's not just Nick Saban, though. There's a list as long as my there arm. Is, like, there is. That tried to go to the NFL, didn't work. They came yeah. back to college. They were successful. Like, yeah. So Matt Rule specializes in going to college programs that absolutely suck. Okay? Temple, irrelevant to anything ever. What's Temple? What? They play in a temple? What? Owls? Woo! Where's, the, where's Temple at? Who's, who's Temple's <laughs> best player? I don't know. Fuck. I would challenge anybody to name not their best player, any player yeah. that plays for Temple. Name Go ahead, well, like, uh, Go ahead, put it in the comments, guys. And, and, name a Temple player. <laughs> well, wait, like especially before Matt Rule got there, because there there are NFL dudes that are in the NFL because they played under Rule at Temple, which is twelve. Weird. Twelve of them actually. Yeah. That's crazy. And can you name any of them? Well, Honestly, no, I can't. No, I'm sorry, I can't because I don't pay attention to Temple football. Nobody does. No, I don't even think Temple because, fans do. And that just proves our point more that nobody gives a fuck about Temple. Okay, irrelevant. Still won 10 games twice there. And took them, he, I believe, from what, a one-win program or a two-win program to 10 wins? Either way. It was like one or two. Yeah. A poverty yeah. program. Poverty, just like the Panthers. Um, <laughs> Penn State. Just don't let that Penn, one go. Penn State and Baylor are very reminiscent of one another because they both went through some shit. A lot of players didn't want to go there. There was a stigma around Baylor football. Parents didn't want their kids to go there. Like... A shit ton of players left, and he was left with... They said, like, 40. 40 like players 40, left. Yeah, 45, 45 or something. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. He, he specializes in going to places that need a rebuild. Nebraska is one of those places. Believe it or not, guys, look. I know some people, this is hard to accept, but Nebraska needs a rebuild, and this is exactly what he's known for. And, and not, the, the thing, the development is what, like, gets me, right? Because mm-hmm. how many times is it like, oh, we need, like, some four-star to, like, go to the NFL for Nebraska and all this other stuff? Like, there was a list that had just been published on Twitter today, and it was, like, a list of, like, eight different three-stars 
in his tenure that all went to the NFL and are like still playing in the mm-hmm. NFL. And it's just crazy to me because it's something that we talk about every week. It's like the players on the roster are not being developed. And so mm-hmm. that's why you don't see anybody going to the NFL. I think like it was just a few years ago, right under Mike Riley that we had our first uh, year without any, yeah. which was bullshit. Right. Anyway, right. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> but yeah, it's just collusion. It's the, it's the biggest thing for me is just the development and he has a track record. Yes. Matt rule can give us that big D. Development. Um, do we, development. is there any chance maybe Kyle could get a refill? Yeah. Ah, thirsty. Yeah. A little break Where here. Are we at? Yeah. I don't know what well, we're at. I mean, we have 15 people watching right now. Hello. Uh, appreciate you all listening. Two minute break? Or do we want to keep we're, going? We're going to take a two minute break. Two minute break. Two we minute do, break. We just need refills. Just we'll got, just we got to get more beer. We'll be right back. If you stick with us, we appreciate you. We'll be right back. Yeah, come on, guys. And I'm just going to go ahead and play our, our favorite new drop for you guys. Uh, while we're while we're waiting for Connor, uh, there's a couple things here. Yeah, Brett, Brett says uh, Mickey could stay and make it work. Fickle will have to let Leonard go. It will tear the program apart because he thought he had an actual chance. So did the players. Yeah, and I think that the the one concern that I have about keeping Mickey is like having this weird like too many chiefs. Too many like, cooks in the kitchen. Too many cooks in the kitchen, right? Yeah. Like, my concern is that if Mickey if Mickey stays, that players are going to want to listen to only Mickey, and then it's going to be like this bias thing, right? Same thing with Wisconsin. I think it's even more prevalent there, though. Yeah, the, the power struggle that you're talking about would be tough because when you come into a new situation that Matt Rule is doing in Lincoln, you don't want a divided locker room. You don't want guys to say, you know, if Mickey tells me one thing and Matt tells me another thing, Oh yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to do it. What Matt said? Or did you hear what Matt said in the practice, Mickey? Yeah, yeah. I I honestly think Mickey has more integrity than that, and I don't think that would happen under him. But I think if if that were to happen, that is that would be like the only con I could find of Mickey staying on the staff is if there was a, any sort of division in the locker room. But to me, he, he's a man of character, and he's a, he built this culture. And it's something that Matt could actually build off of. Normally, when he and we'll go into this a little bit more, but normally when he takes over a program, he has to start from square one. He has to rip everything apart to build it back up, which I think he'll have to do in it, um, at Nebraska, but not, I don't think, to the full extent that he has done in the past. Which, if you look at his records, that's why like his first year at um, Temple was like 1-11. And then his uh, first year at Baylor was like, Two and ten. Flip those. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was it? Is yeah. it backwards? Yeah. Oh. Um, and then uh, Wes says, with what I've seen from Rule so far and Mickey since he took over, I think these two could be a perfect combo. They both have a lot of the same views, especially when it comes to being disciplined. And I'll add on to that, also being physical. Yeah. Physical, physicality. Well, Mickey knows, and he's, I mean, he's been challenged every single week he's been the head coach, of what do you think needs to happen? What does Nebraska need to do to get better? And he's talking about talent. You need to get the right guys in here. So if you have that guy in here, and he's an elite recruiter, if you have him on on the staff, that works perfect because Mickey can go get in those guys' living rooms Mm. and get the type of athlete that Matt is looking for in Lincoln. Yeah, I Um, agree. You know, okay, and maybe we can just get right back into this. We got our refills. Thank you, Nebraska Brewing Company. Come visit their tap room in Livingston, Nebraska. I'm drinking Taco Vesa now. Me too. I'm going chain. See, see. Oh, are you guys ready? Oh wait, oh, wait. what's Connor drinking? Connor. Oh, oh shit, that looks darker. 
Yeah, it is. What is it? He's drinking. Hurry, it. hurry up and say it. I am drinking our Citra IPA. Citra. And then he follows it with, oh, I fucking hate this beer. <laughs> no, no, it's a reason it's my number two pick. True oh. West Coast IPA. It's gorgeous. So like, okay, sticking with the possibility of Mickey being a head coach, right? We think of assistants. I think the thing with Matt Rule, right? Trev keeps saying that he wants a CEO, okay? If you're going to have a CEO, you got to have kick-ass assistants, right? If Mickey is made the head coach, what are Mickey's connections? Who can he bring in as assistants? That's a big unknown, okay? Not only that, I do want to bring up the story because I work with somebody who used to coach high school football in Texas, okay? Matt Rule, when he was a coach at Baylor, teacher I work with, Coach Walker, shout out. He's probably watching. He always watches. He and Coach Rule talked for about 20 minutes. And just to like keep, keep the story really short and simple, he and Coach Matt Rule, who coaches at Nebraska now, head coach Matt Rule, sat down and talked about pass rush for like 20 minutes. So like Coach Walker, who I work with at Papio South, told me, yeah, he's like the most down-to-earth dude, authentic, from that press conference, I mean, that's, of course, of course, everybody wants a press conference, right? I'm drinking the roulette. He seems like a very down-earth guy. He is a guy that I feel like, akin to Mickey Joseph, can go in a living room and be very persuasive if he needs to. He can turn it on. Yeah. So I'm not, so Mickey's skill set is not like totally just unique to him. Okay, Matt Rule is going to be able to do some of that too. He's not completely worthless in the recruiting department. My, well, I think Matt Rule needs to hire mercenaries that can go into living rooms and recruit. Mercenaries. Yeah. That's that scary. No, that's, mercenaries that's what kind is of what, a cool term. Yes, that, that is nice. what you need right. to be successful at Nebraska because, once again, we are in the middle of the United States. We do have all the seasons in one day. Mm. Recruiting against... Other schools that have good climate and have the same NIL as we do is very difficult. So you, you need to sell it, and you need guys who are very persuasive and good at their jobs. Mickey is one of those people, but he's yeah. not the only person right. who can yeah. do that. So if Mickey does not make it onto the next staff, whether he gets a head coaching opportunity at, we heard Tulsa. And, Tulane. Or Tulane or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. If, if that happens... That is awesome for Mickey Joseph. Sweet. We it's a win-win for everybody. If Mickey makes a staff and we pay him you know, a huge bag to stay. Great. Hell yeah. Cool. Spend that money. Hell yeah. Let's do it. It's, my, what, it's a win for everybody. My one concern with Matt Rule is he has no Nebraska ties. I thought we had to have that. Oh, my God. <laughs> we have to oh have my God. someone that has <laughs> Nebraska ties. Connor, I am so glad you said that, okay? During his press conference today, Matt Rule said something that made me so happy. You too. <laughs> he called it Memorial Field. Yeah, he, he did, oh. and he immediately corrected himself. And he corrected himself, and he even said, now you guys are going to have to bear with me as I learn this culture because I want to learn it, and once I do learn it, I'm going to fully embrace it. So the fact that he said Memorial Field, I, I didn't love that. I didn't look down at my phone and say, what? <laughs> you piece of shit. I was like, it's refreshing. It's so refreshing. Thank you. Because I heard that and I looked down, I'm driving and it's playing on my phone. I looked down and I go, yes, somebody <laughs> got it wrong. And it's so refreshing. Like you said, it's, 
it's one of those things that traditions with Nebraska football are obviously very important, not only to our team, not to the university, not to the family. Like that, that's all very, very important. But where we're at right now, fuck those traditions. Let's go get wins. Get rid of the black shirts, bro. No. Get rid of no, them. No, you can't. They're gone. No, they just got them back because <laughs> they beat Iola. <laughs> Iola. 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 Let's go. Not, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying let's dump these traditions and just get rid of them. Right. I'm saying I don't need a guy that's coming in here that, you know, his main focus is preserving tradition. Fuck that. Preserve my record. Mm. That's yeah. what I want first. Traditions are best when they are... When when Earned. it's when its backbone is a winning program, what yeah. good are the black shirts when you if you're allowing eight, nine, Georgia, yeah. Georgia Southern to do Georgia Southern Clay Helton no lube, right? Like, <laughs> no. Oh, lube. Are you are you still the black? Are you still the black shirts? No. And are you, you? And you really? get to, you get to share that no. same title. As the guys who actually fucking did it? Jason yeah. Peter is pissed. So Andrew Shanley is pissed. You funny. know who is pissed, or, I'm sorry, not Andrew. Scott, Scott Shanley. Yeah, I was like, yeah. you know who's actually pissed? God, I'm Scott so, Shanley. I just hate saying the word Scott now. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. I, uh, that, yeah, that's where I was going to go. Uh, was, do you guys remember the 90s? Because uh, I don't. Guys talking shit about the new coach while the previous guy... Did guys? Yeah, we'll say guys. We'll say guys. Just did whatever they did. Whatever, I, they, I and you can you can read between the lines. You could you can type in whatever they did with I the boats even, and the gates and the I can't stuff. even say the previous guys were mediocre. They weren't even mediocre. Bruh, they, they were just actively bad. It's just it's frustrating. Like he's just automatically written off by some people. Meanwhile, radio dead silence a couple months ago or even, you know, a year ago when it was clear that Scott was a fucking fraud, a fucking fraud, fraud, Scott fraud, Scott fraud. Didn't say shit. But now all of a sudden here they are. They're tweeting. Oh, Trev Alberts, pull his credit card. Fuck you, yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. and then and even just some of the media guys, like uh, the guy that writes for Omaha World Herald said, I consider this a B plus higher. You're the one that was stroking Scott Fraud for the last five fucking years. Yeah, why the fuck would I trust you? Yeah, why, why do I care about your evaluation on the head coaching hire? Hey, if, if you want to stroke Scott in 2017, fine. Sure. We were all stroking. Oh, yeah. We, oh, yeah. You took a tug, yes. then I took a tug, and then you reached around. I think you got a tongue in there. In the back yeah. door, probably. Yeah. <laughs> you got a finger in. But so like, I, I think that's, that is exemplary of a good fan. It didn't matter who we hired. I was going to get behind him no matter what, because frankly, it's not about a coach. It's not about a player. It is about this program and I'm going to support it no matter what. And so for the people like sitting here saying like, Oh, Matt rule, like the program's going to get worse. First of all, no, it can't. Second, support your goddamn program. Give this guy a chance. Jesus. He has a proven track record of doing this exact kind of thing. Give Matt rule a chance. Even like I am like I am rock hard with this Matt Rule hire. Honestly, <laughs> the table is like tilting up. Yeah, because of you. I I love this hire. There was only like one other guy that I would have even put on the level of Matt Rule for who I wanted, and I, it was Bill, Bill O'Brien. O'Brien. Yeah, it was Bill O'Brien. But this is this is a perfect hire for Nebraska. Yeah, I honestly think he killed the the press conference better than any coach could have done. 
And my favorite thing too, is when he was talking about tradition and he's like, Oh, my son, he had to, he's YouTube in the tunnel walk nine times. He's like, I've <laughs> I seen it like five thousand yeah. times. So he's like, and then it goes back to your bear with me statement is mm-hmm. it's just to me, I'm glad that he's going to embrace the traditions that we have, but I'm also glad to start new ones. We're yeah, going to sure. build a new brand of Nebraska football. This is, we are like a Phoenix from the ashes and buddy, we've been burning down for years. So it's about time. <laughs> yes. Uh, we are ashy, but not very classy. Yeah. We're very ashy though. I, I'm very excited. Like you said, Mike, I I'm excited to see what new stuff comes out of this. And it's, as we mentioned earlier, just incredibly refreshing that there are no more Nebraska ties. Like I, I want a guy that is here to win games. I don't want a guy that we have on the staff just because, Oh, he was great in the nineties. Yeah. Sick. And you talk about establishing new traditions and it's like a guy that he's very reminiscent of and people are going to hate me. PJ Fleck. And I know oh, PJ Fleck, fluke. Yeah, I get it. I know. Why do you say that? He is very, like, he has his slogans. He uses some slogans and stuff. One and some of hashtags. Us. One yeah, of don't, You know, don't beat ourselves with the hashtag DB. Don't be DBYS oh. or whatever. Do, like, like, I get it. He's, he's just a very, like, kind of rah-rah positive guy. When it comes to Matt Rule, okay? What Nebraska needs is a fucking adult in the room. Like this team, like Nebraska, as bad as they've been, yes, they've been close. They've been they've been competitive. Okay, I'm gonna call this higher like a stand up double at least. Like, talk to me in three years. Okay, stand up double. Okay, maybe a trip on an air. Uh, 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 yeah, maybe a guy that emphasizes not beating yourself. Right, a guy who will turn the one score L's into one score W's. Okay. We don't need a guy who's like a Saban-esque. Just get a competent dude in here that knows what he's doing. I've been on the record for the past year and a half (laughs) saying that any coach, I said Andy Means when he was the head coach at Miller South, (laughs) would be better than Scott (laughs) because they are competent coaches. We did not have an adult running this program, and we did not have a competent head coach. To me, it didn't matter who we hired. But goddamn, I'm glad we hired Matt Rule. Get to these comments because some of these are pretty. Oh, okay, okay. Are we yeah. juicy you got him. You got okay, him. Yeah. Okay, so this one's from Matt. Um, he says, Rule. with a chance to go 50% overall, continuing to lose to top 25 and lose a bowl game, how is that success? I don't see it. Hope I'm wrong. We hope you're wrong as well. However, what we're saying here is that we have not won six games 50%. <laughs> In six years. Six years. I am begging for 50%. That's like, right? It's like, the, it's like the minimum. And he even said it. He's like, the bare minimum for me, Matt Rule said this. He said, the bare minimum for me is a bowl game. He goes, because the extra practices, the month, everything everything helps out the program. Mm-hmm. But if, if this is a gripe right now that we have a chance to go 50%, God damn it. Send me to heaven. Like, yeah. it's just, I, I, I want 50% right now. I will wager a pinky if we go 50%. It's not mine. It's Jared's. Um, but I will cut Jared's pinky off if we go 50-50. I'd love it. Dude, this whole top 25 thing, we've been hearing that over and over and over. So Nebraska's, annoying. Nebraska's last win against a ranked team was Oregon in 2016. Not only that... Oregon finished four and eight. 
So was Oregon's ranking really justified? The that whole the whole, the whole top twenty five. Like, yeah, I have not done the research into it, the record. Probably still sucks for Matt Rule. It probably does. I'm not going to say you're totally wrong, but it's also misleading. Okay, it doesn't factor in how teams necessarily finish at the end of the year. If they're ranked at the end of the year, go. So uh, another gripe against Matt Rule uh, at his tenure at Temple and Baylor is that, you know, he never beat a ranked team. Um, in his first year, or his first years, respectively, at Temple and Baylor, he played seven ranked teams. Seven of them. And that's in the middle of a rebuild. Nobody's mm. sitting here saying that we're going to come in and just wipe the floor with top 25 teams. He beat two it, teams at Temple. He beat Navy and he I, beat somebody else. I, I'm talking in his first years, oh, respectively. Oh, first year at Temple. Oh, his first first, so his first year at Nebraska, he... He better beat a ranked team because he's going to play a lot of them, right? Yeah. Like, God. That's, but he played in his first year at Temple and his first year at Baylor combined seven ranked teams. Luckily, when Matt Rule comes here, he's not going to be playing a ranked team every week. He's going to play probably what? Two ranked teams a fucking year? No, he'll play more than that. Two or three. Yeah. It's not a lot. No. Like, especially in the West, honestly, and I know divisions are going to start going away, but you're going to be playing these teams. Like, you're not going to be playing 12-ranked teams. Oh, oh, and 12! You're going to play three-ranked teams. Like, just fucking chill. Yeah, that, that whole argument. Like, you're getting fixated on stats that are, are relevant. I'll, I'll give you that. That, you know, beating ranked teams is great. But realistically, we need to beat teams that aren't ranked first. Be, win the games you're supposed to win yeah. first. Let's start there. And, yeah. that, and that is an easy six. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, when, you, when, we, were, when we had Bo Pelini as our head coach... You could go down the list and be like, well, we're going to beat Northwestern. Well, we're going to beat Illinois. Well, we're going to beat Purdue. Wrong. Can't do that now. <laughs> Those guys are saying, well, we're going to beat Nebraska. Yep. So Nebraska's if, the pushover. If we could get a guy that could just guarantee us to beat teams that don't take football serious, that's a fucking win. I, yep. I want games that are what should be, you know, head-to-head matchups. I don't want them walking in thinking about the next game. I want them to think about Nebraska. And over the last three years, that has not been the case. No. They've walked into, like, playing in Nebraska. Fuck, playing in Lincoln and saying, yeah, we're fine. And that's embarrassing. It, it hurts. And let's not worry about ranked teams quite yet. When Georgia Southern walks in to Memorial Stadium and they put on a show. 45 goddamn Woo! points. They had some fun, didn't they? Woo-hoo! And we're Let's sitting- put up 600, 700 fucking yards. <laughs> People are worried about ranked teams Woo! right now. Don't worry about a goddamn ranked Jesus. team. Jesus. Worry about winning any games. Hey right guys, now. Nebraska's not good, okay? Um, where in the world do you guys do this at? Nebraska Brewing Company Tap Room. Come on a day other than Monday, okay? Mondays um, is just us drinking beers and yelling at each other. Yes. <laughs> no, this is, this is what we love to do. We're not going to be millionaires doing it, but goddamn, we love that we have 21 people sitting in here and actually listening to us. Plus 11 on the talk. So, yeah, we're in the 30s. It's kind of nice to get a guy that's not tied to Tom Osborne. Sure, sure. Um, You know, you had Mike Riley, whatever. Um, You got to spend. I wonder where Jeff Munkin fell on the trevlet. Shut up. (laughs) He spelled Munkin wrong. Anyway, you fuck. (laughs) Uh, uh, Listen, I was skeptical at first, but I was ready to run through a wall. Thank you. After that press conference. It's run through 
a wall. Run yeah, through, run through a wall. wall. You're stupid. All right. Do we have anything else that we want to cover? Oh, um, I, I do want to. We Facebook have a couple here. more on the Facebook here. Uh, we have uh, from Wes. He said it was refreshing not to hear him say something arrogant like Scott Fraud did, and how the rest of the Big Ten will have to recruit how we play, dude. Okay. Just us, did, right? Hold on. Did he say fraud? He did say fraud. Oh, <laughs> man, we are man. Shout out, we or Wes. Wes, okay, Wes. Along with that point, okay. Another thing that I, um, I, I didn't cry, but I was like, whoa. Matt Rule said, I talked to the guys and I said, look, you didn't come here to play for me. I came here because I want to coach you. Could it be bullshit? Sure, sure. Could it just be words? Sure. But he also didn't say. <laughs> well, we got to get our guys in and we got these guys in lift or whatever. You guys didn't come here to play for me. Right. Not but a, I he am, said, he said not a single one of you signed up to play for Matt rule, but I am here to coach you. I might shed a, I I might said, shed a tear. He said, he said, I chose to come here and coach you guys. I might shed a tear. <laughs> hey, that's, that's, he's here to rule you. <laughs> And, and I am here to rule. I, I keep all the, the jokes on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, any other comments? Uh, let's see. We had a lot of comments. Okay. We got so a little for, action going. First year at Temple and Baylor, combined 3-21. and 21. Combi- Going after that, 44-22. and 22. Oh, okay. So um, good. Mike did bring up a good point. The rebuild of Temple uh, yes, and the rebuild of Baylor – is not as severe as building Nebraska. Sure. Yes. Not even close. This it's is not even not, on the same earth. This right. is not the same thing. Mm-hmm. When Matt Rule came to Temple and when he came to Baylor, these were completely basement dwellers. And we are there. I mean, we're probably, you know, that storage closet in the basement. But we are not a basement dweller yet. And to me, there is, we've had a lot of close, very, very close, almost wins in the past Man. couple years. Lins. To me... We are very close. We have talent here. It's just we need to focus on the details, and we need to get the right guys in this program, and mm-hmm. we need to develop. Where he used that word a lot. That we need develop, develop, toughness. Give Trev, Trev, develop, develop. We need toughness. Develop, develop. And to me, this job is not as daunting as Temple and Baylor was. This, I mean, you could expect Matt Rule to win more games than we've won in the last couple of years. I'm not saying he should, but I'm saying that. It would not surprise me if Matt Rule won more games than we have in the last couple of years. Did they have NIL at Temple? No. No. Did they have like transfer portal going hot and heavy when he was at Temple? No. Like who's who's trying to go to Temple? Well, As a matter of fact, Baylor, all their players were fucking leaving. He wasn't he wasn't <laughs> worried about like and trying, they weren't leaving yeah. because of him. Right. Because of some other shit that happened. Yeah, he 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 uh inherited uh rock bottom. As far as rock bottom as you can go. Can, yeah. I, can I go rumor mill for one second? Rumor mill. Yeah. Rumor mill. Texas A&M linebacker Ish Harris is entering the transfer portal. Ish. And oh. he briefly retweeted a tweet about him being interested in Nebraska. How do you briefly? And then deleted it. Ah. You know what's funny is that uh, that, that coach from Texas A&M. Right. The, 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 Robinson. The, the big rumor. Yeah, Elijah Robinson. Yeah. He, uh, he had liked something about uh, commit. Oh, oh I just an got offer. A, yeah. yeah, I just got an offer from Nebraska or whatever. He liked it. I just went and checked a couple minutes ago. It it's is gone. not there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so who's telling uh, is Trev saying, hey, stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Hey, until the contracts are signed, you're not allowed to do that. Well, and what's great, like A&M, you know, consistently high-end recruiting classes, which obviously is reflected by their record. 
Um, Elijah Robinson is the number one recruiter in the country. Oh yeah, no, I'm joking though because they suck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they they suck. So this that person, twelfth man, really not getting them those extra dubs. This person says like the new D line coach and strength coach. Well, D line coach that's ter- that's Terrence Knighton, and I don't Knighton. know if he's actually going to be uh, his uh, his name and or his nickname and. Uh, the NFL was pork, pork roast. Pork roast. Yes. Right? Pork he, roast. I remember him playing for the Broncos at the time because Peyton Manning was still there. But no, I, I don't know if he's actually going to be the D-line coach because he's yeah. never actually coached in yeah, college. He's never, yeah, he's not, he has not been so a full-time. he might just be, they might find a spot for him in some way, but he followed him from the Panthers. Hey, here's something that uh, Mike brought up today in the group chat. Cade McNamara entered the ah. portal as well. Would you take him? What I, that was something I wanted to ask you guys about. Would you rather have Casey Thompson or Cade McNamara? Don't think about it too hard. Just go. Top Casey. of the head. Casey for, for Connor. Dude. And you get more years of eligibility with Cade. Obviously. Don't think about it. Just answer. First, for, just go. Just be an idiot. Just go. Casey. To be a contrarian, Cade. Casey. I'm going to say Casey. Okay. Casey's in. Like I said, I'm being contrarian. Good. Because at least with Michigan, he won a title. A lot. Just I, won a lot of games. Just saying. So. With some fucking ballers <gasps> around him. Yeah. Not denying yeah. that. Right. Trust me, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> also, to, to stick on Michigan really quick, it happened during the Nebraska-Iowa game, I believe. I saw Jake Butt is commentating now. That was wild yeah. to me. Huh. Yeah, he's call, hey. he called the Nebraska game. Yeah. yeah. He's good at his job. Kate yeah. is going to Iowa. I don't know. Maybe. He we'll might see. go to Iowa. You might. Right. Well, it's Rattler. not Iowa, though. It's Iola. Yeah. Iola. And why would they get rid of Spencer Petrus? He had a great season. <laughs> yeah, You're stupid at you, fucking loser. <laughs> Rat, Rattler coming. He, Rattler is not coming. That was a fake tweet. That was by a troll account. I suggest that you unfollow that account and unlike the tweet because it's fake. I'm just yeah, like I'm being honest. Yeah, we're not gonna do that. Like, come on, it's literally development, man. Matt Rule develops more with the less than we have had. Can't wait. I think we will end on that. Who was that? Rob Southerd. I hope I'm saying your name right. We're going to end on your comment. We can come back to comments later if we need to. Yeah. Are, are we good? Anything else? Yeah, I don't think we need. Okay. I mean, there's going to be so much to talk about. And the best part about it is, like we always have, we will consistently try to find you guys guests that have inside knowledge and uh, and, and people that have experience at Nebraska. And yeah, played, played, actually played football for Nebraska. Yeah. It, our, I think our goal coming up is getting some more uh, Scott players. Yeah, I, yeah, we need to definitely, if you guys know any Scott players, reach out. Let, let us know. We would love to get a couple more guys on that played for him. Sure. Because uh, I just, we want to ask him some questions. Just, just see how things... And look, it doesn't need to be like, it's not a presser. Uh, how bad did he suck? Like, we know that he sucked. We know that. Yeah, I know exactly. But like, we just, we just, we just, we just want, you know, personal stories and stuff. Any more comments that we should touch on? The only thing here, Trey, yeah. my man, you said it here. It's only a toss up to me. If Casey had a better old line, he would be much better. Amen. And that's something that Matt Rule, you heard it today. He is consistently talking about the line of scrimmage. The line of scrimmage. So only only we can hope that it is true, and uh, and he's going to start working on getting that fixed. Because unless we said it all the time, unless that line of scrimmage is fixed, we're not going anywhere. But one one thing that I hang on as much as Jared hangs on time of possession is you win the line, you win the game. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that's just a Games fact. are won in the trenches. Yeah. Hey, the uh, offensive line situation, though, is not something that you can expect to get fixed right away. Maybe. No. Maybe it's no. schematic. I doubt it. Maybe it's schematic, but to me, if you're a Husker fan and you're thinking that just because Matt Rule is saying nice things about the trenches and toughness and all that stuff, that you think it's going to be fixed overnight, that is not going to happen. And from the, from the offensive linemen that we've had on this show and consistently talk with, the schematics are not the problem. No. Yeah. So, it, yeah. There is nothing with this program that is going to be fixed overnight. It takes time. Yes. Don't expect nine or ten wins next year. Don't do that. Someone, I, Yeah, someone I work with said, five and seven next year. And I said, go with me. Yeah. Better than four. I know it's not Better a bowl game. Four. But who am, I, who am I to be fucking picky? Yeah. And knowing rules track record next year, maybe I can expect eight. Maybe. And then maybe, you know, 10 later. Uh, anything else? Uh, no, no, I don't think okay. so. No. I'm good. You see the banner at NBNR Podcast. We are on Twitter. We are on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We're on TikTok. Hello, TikTok. Hello. Go follow us, please. We, we want to engage with you. Talk with us. Heckle us. Talk shit. We love it. Okay? Shit. What else? Uh, you know okay. where to find Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, you know. Oh, Amazon Podcasts. Hey, oh, yeah. And you know what? Since we got Amazon you now. here, we are, I mean, we're, we're starting to kind of talk about a, another live show here coming up pretty soon. Um, so Ooh. there'll be some more details on that. Yeah, if you guys want to come into the tap room, we're going to have a live show coming up in December. Uh, come into the tap room. We'll have, uh, we'll have drink specials, and uh, we're going to probably bring in some sort of guest, and it'll be a good time. So yeah. It's Matt Rule. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's start putting that out there. <laughs> All do right, not, guys. Do not quote me. I am one of your hosts, Jared Hall. Mike Delaware. Kyle Byers. And Connor Cavillac. As always, beat Iowa. We Check. did that. Check. Welcome to <laughs> O'Doyle Rolls <laughs> in GBR. We have a saying, no block, no rock. You know, we just really love Otter. He's a junkyard dog. <laughs> Kenny Bell ran up to me and like, you know what you just... You just did. You get mad. You went to go get in the portal and go to another podcast. You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. Hey, <laughs> gone it, Muhammad. G B R. A Huda Media Production.